You're listening to Save Yourself, conversations, ideas, and strategic thinking with the four founders of Unlimited Wealth. Join us for discussions, debates, and strategies that have brought them and their clients financial freedom, and how you too can break free from traditional boundaries to unlimit your wealth. Welcome, everybody, to Save Yourself Podcast, brought to you by Unlimited Wealth. Today, I've got Jordan Cole and Brad Lowe with me, and we're going to talk about a case involving a payroll company. Yeah, not something you'd expect us to be talking about with regards to infinite banking, right? Right. Yeah. This is not the Human Resources Podcast, but right. thankful, infinite thankfully, banking. Thankfully, yes. it's not. <laughs> but our, our role, so let, let's, let's um, dig into this a little bit. We feel like one of the most important benefits that we provide here at Unlimit is helping business owners look at what they're doing and helping them see the things that they might not, may not be able to see because they're inside of it every day, right? They're they're in the middle of it. And so we can be a fresh set of eyes, look around, find some cash flows that are happening. Maybe we can take advantage and, you know, we like to use the terminology, you know, pick up some crumbs, right? You know, you pick up enough crumbs over big amounts of dollars over time, you eventually make a loaf of bread, right? And so we, we that's what we're, we're trying to do. And one of the ways we do that is any business is in their operations, daily, yearly operations, is contributing to the success, success of a bunch of other businesses because the goods they have to have, the the resources they need to, to create their widget or provide the service they're providing, right? They that, Most of those things are not free. So every business is doing business with other businesses. Mm-hmm. So what what if there are ways – that we can capitalize on expertise of a particular uh, business owner or the people that he already has employed in his business and take over some of those cash flows. If we're contributing to the profit of another business because we're having to do business with them, what if we can bring that in-house? Right? And so I have an example of a, of a client who uh, was using a payroll company, pretty standard, you know, mm-hmm. I believe at the time he had around a dozen, fifteen employees or so. Not not a giant amount of uh, amount of employees, but you can imagine if if this you know on the upper end of somebody that would use a payroll company, but not quite big enough to have their own in house HR doing it themselves, then that can be quite a significant expense. You know, we did the math on his. Some people charge a flat rate per employee. I believe that's the way his was structured, but you know, we always want to do the math and see. You know what? What's the dollar amount you're paying, and what does that effectively work out to as far as like a rate? Like you're 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 essentially using the payroll company's capital for a short period of time as those transactions happen happen, and you're using their expertise to make sure all the FICA mm-hmm. deductions, four hundred one k, all the all that stuff's happening like it's supposed to happen, mm-hmm. right? For this particular business owner, he was paying in the neighborhood of about ten percent is what he was paying the payroll company to handle these things for him when everything shook out it worked out to be around about 10 percent and i think that's on the upper end uh this but this is when rates were low so i don't know really how that's affected like currently somebody may may have a different opinion or they may be paying something different but then his rates were around 10 percent and so that was that's a significant dollar amount based on the, the the dollars that were that he was needing for payroll each and every year well, at the time, he was already doing infinite banking. He had multiple policies at the time. His loan rate on those policies was 5%. And so 
he actually brought this idea initially, and he said, well, why would I pay 5% to use the payroll company's money? No, ten, essentially, ten. I mean, 10, I'm sorry, essentially use the payroll company's money when I can get the insurance company's money at 5. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we started to unpack that, and he had somebody, an employee, that he felt he could uh, had the time to do the payroll. He was already paying them, so he didn't have to go hire somebody new. He was already paying them. So we talked through it. He talked to his accountant. They set up a separate entity. And so the flow of that money, as opposed to uh, him just doing business with a payroll company, he assigns this task to the employee. Didn't have to change their pay. They were already working for him. He just kind of shuffled some responsibilities around in-house. And we developed a strategy where we have a separate payroll company that gets their money from business owner A. Business owner A charges a payroll company 5% because that's where he was getting the capital at from the insurance company. Mm-hmm. The payroll company has the capital then to affect the payroll transactions as as such. And then cash flows the money back to the – and charges 10%, just like the business was paying anyway. So business cash flow hasn't changed. Same. Employer, business owner, already had the capital sitting inside this policy that he get access to at 5% via a loan from the insurance company. That's where the payroll company that he started now – uh, gets its capital from at 5%, flows it back to him at 5%. Well, there's a 5% spread that the payroll company now keeps in-house. So basically, without changing cash flow, personally or the business, he created another entity for his business A, business number one, to do business with that was immediately profitable and nobody's cash flow changed along the way. Fun. Yeah, wow. fun stuff. That's right? a fun one. And, th- and that's a, a to me, that's a great example, like I said, where we create value a lot of times people would think, well, this sounds like a great idea, but there's no extra. Right. I, I feel like I have to have extra. It's too lean. To, yeah, I have to have extra to do this. Well, we we can we can overtake cash flows that are happening anyway and create this asset of these life insurance contracts that provide an expanding line of credit for life that that somebody may not think they had capacity to do, but we've created some very significant contracts when somebody, when we first started talking to them, thought they had no capacity. Right. But through exploration and discovery of who you doing business with, Jordan talked in a previous episode about a business owner having a line of credit, but paying a bunch of extra on that to take down principal. Well, that's that's cash flow that they didn't realize was extra, but it is extra. So we just redirect those funds at a step in the process, still take down the line of credit. In this example, uh, we just read the money was flowing already. We just added one step, and where it was flowing, who it was flowing to, create another profitable entity for the business owner. Yeah, and both your stories of those of those people and their the money did two duties. It double, you know, in yours it did the the key uh, key man or buy, buy excuse sell, me yeah. buy sell, and then here, mm-hmm. yeah, that's fantastic. And that, and that's a again we referenced it before prime example of. Most businesses, and we're gonna we're gonna have an entire episode on key person uh, insurance buy sell agreements and how business can make those be assets instead of expenses. Well, that's exactly what happened in the story you told in the previous episode, Jordan, about business owner overtaking the line of credit. Th- those would be in in a silo on their own. If we're gonna have a dollar only accomplish buy sell agreement or only accomplish key person insurance for a business. That's viewed as an expense because it is the business owner. Well, if we can accomplish that with an asset, wouldn't that be even better? 
For sure. And, you know, being a business owner, I can relate to people that may be thinking, like, I know my business. There's nothing left. (laughs) (laughs) There's, I don't, you know, I don't think you you guys are going to find anything. And maybe that's the case. But sometimes we're, you know, sometimes we're standing so close to the music that we forget what it really sounds Mm -hmm. like. And it helps to have people, people that think differently come in and take a look. Really doesn't hurt to to do that. Well. Isn't that to blow it back up to thirty thousand feet? Isn't this kind of a microcosm of what Nelson Nash talks about when you know he he shows the the dollar and then you know every cent of every dollar is being allocated to all this stuff and then this is just the normal business owner in this example where all, whatever they do have left over is is very a very little and b is just going to be most likely reinvested back into the business so they're truly his it's a net zero mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so what we would encourage any business owner who's investigating infinite banking is to use this example maybe not payroll company specifically but just customize it as you would see fit relative to what your business is and and think of it as trying to go up the line a little bit towards you know the gross numbers of your business and find ways in which you could be more efficient with your dollar maybe more creative with your dollar how you can overtake functions of your business and capitalize on them through this strategy and you know that's what our job is to try to help people when we sit down with them and look at their stuff to uncover and mm-hmm. and you did a great job of applying a very specific solution for someone who was already doing that. I mean, like mm-hmm. you said, he didn't have to work any harder. He didn't have to take any additional risk. He didn't have to change his cash flow. Mm-hmm. And voila, like, you know, I'll put you on the spot. What, what was, you know, 20, 30 years from now, what, what was the impact of that just one alteration with this asset that he created? Did it, did it make a big difference with his business, assuming everything we're going to continue on? Well, this is getting a little advanced, but this particular guy, he used that extra capital in the payroll company to expand his banking system to become a bigger line of credit for his business, to expand his business. He since sold, a biz- sold his business, and the, the proceeds from that sale filled, filled all those buckets back up. Wow, nice. Bottom line is because he started the payroll company, there was a bigger bucket to fill up. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, I don't know the exact number, but, you know, it's if it's not seven figures in 20 years it's it's approaching and go ahead the cool thing is that the client thought of it and that's what's awesome is that when people start really thinking hard about how do i get to a better spot some cool things can happen yeah and then another you know this is a this is a a a large scale idea unfortunately it wasn't mine this this company's not even a client I never wish, is Brad. I wish, I wish, it's always somebody else's i wish they were based on the way they think it, sound, it sounds like they're very like-minded I was talking to a guy he he's he's a uh, a supplier for this particular business one of the largest expenses for this particular business was shipping costs and so they developed a model where instead of producing all their product in one place and having these exorbitant shipping costs. There was about five locations around the country that was that they were shipping about 80% of their product to. They built five additional locations located in the same town with those other places. So now they have real estate as assets, and their shipping cost was cut by about 90%. Hmm. Profits just shot through the roof. 
Well, I'm thinking about that. Like, man, what a case study in infinite banking that would be mm-hmm. if they were proponents. Like you're talking about finding some money yeah. to really increase net worth right there. That what what a what a great example. But those are the kind of things. Again, that wasn't my idea, but those are the kind of things that we try to help people talk out, think through. You know, where are their opportunities that maybe the business owner, like you said. Um, you know, he he hears the music every day, and he doesn't he doesn't uh, catch everything because he's just immersed in it. Yeah, he or she just uh, it's it's tough, and mm-hmm. you're it's like looking in the fridge, looking for something, and it's right in front of you sometimes. I'm guilty. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a wrap. You've been listening to Save Yourself conversations, ideas, and strategic thinking with the four founders of Unlimit Wealth. To learn more about Unlimit Wealth or to make a personal appointment, visit us online at unlimitwealth.com.